0: Just a minute. I'm coming.
1: FBI, open up!
0: Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I take a piece of audio from a famous constitutional conservative, a member of the Reagan administration, <laughs> and I show you how much they are just the worst kind of controlled opposition in media there to lead you into ditches. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. Practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I pull the curtain back on the fraud and lies they tell about the legal system, the Constitution, and these kind of jokers. I'm also a self-certified master practitioner. Gave myself that award almost 20 years ago. And I earned a a lifetime achievement award recently I gave myself for the podcast work. So... (laughs) So I've got my own accolades. All right, enough fooling around. Let's go ahead and get the show going. So I want to make a show about jury nullification and the understanding about what juries do because I've been making that series on trial by jury by Spooner, his fantastic essay that everybody should read and everybody should listen to. But I wanted to add in a piece of one of these famous constitutional conservatives and how they handle that issue. Because it kind of came up with this Durham-Sussman acquittal where the jury just kind of said, look, there's other things that are more important than lying to the FBI. Okay, well, personally, I agree with that, that all these things are <laughs> utterly ridiculous, that the government can lie to you, but you can't lie to the government in all these investigations. Um The very fact that the FBI is totally unconstitutional, armed government agents keeping secret records on the people, it's all utterly idiotic. But it was an important point because the case came up, it got acquitted, and it was one of these, you know, trust the plan Q deals that's all just completely fallen apart. And nobody's ever going to be held responsible for any of that stuff that went on with Hillary Clinton. The system is totally fraudulent. And I wanted to play some of this Famous radio host who claims to be the great one and constitutional scholar and all his crap and people lean on his stuff. He writes books all the time, supposedly telling people the way the system works. And it's just a 100% total and complete deception and distraction from the real issues. And the piece of audio I'm going to use is just, it's picture perfect made for it. I happened to just stumble into hearing it. I heard a little bit of him bitching about January 6th stuff where he just goes on and on about how there are unconstitutional hearings and on and on of violating people's rights. And there's, there's no explanation of how these people will ever be held to account outside of the vague idea that you have to get organized and vote them out, which, of course, makes no sense. It's just highlighting the fact that the entire system runs on in this criminal fashion, totally unconstitutionally, and nothing happens. And yet he continues to support the system, and so are the people. And that's the fundamental disconnect that people have. They believe in the Constitution. They imagine it does something. It doesn't do something. And these constitutional conservatives, they spend most of their time bitching about the fact that the stuff the government's doing is unconstitutional. That's the vast majority of their complaint is that the liberals are pushing things that are unconstitutional, their government's already doing things that are unconstitutional, and we therefore need to vote in order to get it back. But see, that doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't really actually make any sense because if the government's doing things that are unconstitutional, it means they're completely and totally without any authority to do it. And whatever they claim as a law is not a real law, and you should ignore it. And you should have the right to ignore it, and the people need to be told that. But none of that's ever part of the discussion. But the initial piece, and this was right in the beginning of his show on, I think, Tuesday, the 31st of May. Anybody who wants to go back and listen to the rest of the show, if they think, oh, you took it out of context. Bullshit. I'm going to start it right from the very beginning of the show. His plays the national anthem and all this other crap in the beginning to whip up patriotism, to abuse people with that system, too. But then he starts talking about the the trial, briefly, the suspect acquittal, and listen to the way he badmouths jury nullification. Makes it seem like that's the danger, the risk we face. And all the stuff he leaves out about what actually went on, how screwed up it is. Anybody who's listened to some of my jury nullification essay, where I'm commenting on Spooner, we'll see all the stuff he leaves out and we'll see exactly who this person is. They are a pretender. They pretend to be on your side. They are a traitor. They are a spy in your midst. They are screwing the people every day, but pretending to be on your side. And most people have no idea and can't figure it out because they're not trained. They haven't read the uh, essay. They're not lawyers like I am. And they don't understand. They just trust that this man is on their side because what he's saying kind of makes sense. You don't want these criminals, uh, the Clinton administration to get off, but they always do. But he leaves out all the stuff that actually matters. Leaves out all the stuff that actually matters. And I've told people this over and over and over again. And I show them examples. And this is just such a great example. I wanted to play some of it. So let's go ahead and play a little bit of him. This is how he starts the show.
1: America continues to limp toward tyranny. (laughs)
0: Limp? Towards. We just got off A full lockdown of the entire fucking country. All this mask wearing, vax mandates, the federal courts taking over. Who started all that? His party, Trump, with a national emergency, which there is absolutely nothing in the Constitution, permits anything like that. Trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars spent handed out to states so that they could then impose whatever kinds of horseshit lockdowns they wanted to. No authority to do any of that. So we're limping towards tyranny. Go try to get on a plane. Go try to do anything and see how much government there is involved. We're not limping there. We've been there. He loves the Civil War, loves Lincoln. Impossible to hold a voluntary union together with with a fucking Civil War. It makes no sense. He never discusses the total unconstitutionality. ...of the Federal Reserve, which is the heart of the beast, which allows them to print this fake money up and force you to take it with legal tender laws, which I did an entire show on, and showed you that they packed the Supreme Court and simply jammed the things through. And again, absolutely no constitutional authority to do any of it. He doesn't talk about any of the actual issues. But he wants people to believe that we're always dangerously close. We can lose it the next election. That's how they money raise. That's how they keep audience. And that's how they keep everybody on the voting plantation by never telling them the truth. All right, now here's what else he says.
1: You have a case that is open and shut. <laughs> that a lawyer tried to pass information onto the Federal Bureau of Investigation with the knowledge of Hillary Clinton. Okay. They leaked it to the media. Yeah. And triggered the entire Russia collusion investigation that dragged this country down for two and a half years, but served the purpose of the Democrats' and the media and the other Marxist reprobates.
0: Okay, so let's just take that at face value, that Hillary Clinton uh, did all this stuff, had this fake report, leaked it to the FBI, had it given to the FBI, and the FBI took it and used it for this ridiculous investigation, which everybody now knows had nothing to it. Let's just assume all that's true and that she knew it wasn't true when she gave it to him, and the lawyer knew it wasn't true, just assume all the worst possible facts. How is that even a crime, honestly? How is it a crime? (laughs) Isn't the FBI the one who's supposed to go and figure this stuff out? (laughs) Aren't they? Why would they take their word for it? And it's very clear the FBI, in fact, knew the thing was phony baloney from get-go. That's why we had the Mueller and all the other crap in there. The whole thing was packed. See, the Department of Justice was packed. So even if they did everything... That wasn't the reason for why this investigation went on for years. It's not the reason. They knew it was a fake from the beginning. (laughs) They knew it was a fake. And they just kept doing it. So the fact that it was a fake and someone supposedly, quote, lied to them about it. Okay, so they turned it in. Even if you assumed every single thing about it was true, it really hardly is a crime. See, the crime is being conducted by the Justice Department and the FBI. One, the FBI is a totally unconstitutional institution. Totally. It's utterly and completely ridiculous that there's a federalized police force. There's nothing in the Constitution that permits something like that. It's utterly idiotic, keeping secret records and doing investigations all with your money. It's all silly. Department of Justice didn't even exist until after the Civil War. It's just a creation of the state in order to keep the people in constant terror with these kinds of suits, civil and criminal. He doesn't ever discuss any of this. He acts as though it's this politicized red versus blue deal when those are really both on the same side. But you can see how it's already completely and totally ridiculous. He sets it up as though this is some heinous crime that's actually the cause of all these problems. It's not. It's not. It's the complete and total corruption of the federal government That's the problem. And the fact that people believe in it and the fact that people like this guy are on radio constantly and writing books, constantly misleading people into what the system actually is and never telling them the truth. Those are the actual problems, not this red versus blue nonsense. Let's continue.
1: As I explained the other week, (laughs) the case was in front of a jury that was not objective. Okay. Three donors to the Clinton campaign... And others, even the judge, his wife, an active Democrat. Okay. So let me be the first to use the phrase, what you saw today was jury nullification.
0: There you go. Okay. What possible message do you think his brainwashed listeners get from that lead up about jury nullification? (laughs) Is it a good thing? No, it's a horrible thing, right? It's the cause, in effect, of this injustice that's being allowed to proceed in this case. Jury nullification. He's clearly making it out to be a bad thing, right? And he doesn't discuss any of the issues that actually matter. So the judge is in on it. Complete crock. Doesn't discuss anything about jury selection. Doesn't discuss anything about the evidence rules. But he does imply it. When he goes on, and you'll see that this whole thing is being laid at the feet of jury nullification. Of course, the people's understanding of jury nullification itself is totally and completely inadequate and misrepresented because they think it's supposed to be that we have the structure we have now, but then the jury's allowed to nullify, in effect, say that the law is no good and just ignore the facts. Okay. It leaves out all the stuff that matters that the judge, with all of its burdens and proofs and evidentiary limitations and who can sit on the jury and all these different things that go on, are never any part of jury nullification, even the public discussion. And so he leaves all that out. And listen, you, you can hear it when he kind of speaks about it. You already heard that the judge is in on it. The judge is in on it. Okay, well, you got some people in Washington, D.C. who are Clinton fans. Well, of course you're going to have that. A real jury would never, ever be able to convict anybody in one of these high-profile political matters because you'd get people on each side of the political spectrum. So you'd just get a hung jury over and over again. Again, back to my point that this whole thing is not really a crime. It's just a load of shit. It's just a made-up show in order to keep people believing that this voting charade is legitimate. But you'd never be able to get people convicted when it's really just a political matter. Lying about a political matter. And people don't care about that. If you're on the opposite side of the political spectrum, then you're going to say that it's a crime. If you're on the same side, then you're going to say it's not a crime. And so when you get 12 random people like a jury's supposed to be, how are you going to get a conviction? Unanimous. You're not. And just because they wrote something down that lying to the FBI is this horrible crime because it's a so-called statue, who cares? Who cares The people don't want that? (laughs) They don't want that. And you'd never be able to get convictions. You see, so he leaves all that important stuff out. But let's let's listen to some more of what he says.
1: 2016, Sussman walks into the FBI. These are the facts. did the general counsel. Okay. And uh, there were limits placed on the prosecution. Ah. The prosecutors couldn't show more about how the false claim was all set in motion. Ah. So the judge... Limited what the prosecution could do.
0: Okay, see, this is again making it seem like this is a political problem that the judge in this case wasn't fair to the people who were trying to prosecute, ignoring the fact that the judge allowing or not allowing evidence in or not allowing evidence in in any and every case has the exact same effect. See, this is always a case in the cases he loves. He has no problem with the judge's authority to do this. I've told people about this again and again and again and again and again. (laughs) These judges, they control pretty much any and everything. And the case law controls the burden of proof, the standard you have to meet. The judge controls what evidence comes in. There are supposedly rules about it, but good God, give me a break. You have to make such a glaring error for the judge to get overturned based on it. And then you still have to show that, in fact, it was the material and made a difference in the trial, which, again, these levels of appellate sort of reversal is just almost impossible. And what's the best thing you can get anyhow? The most, most of the time, all you get is a remand back to the exact same court, meaning that you have to go back and have a new trial with the same court with the same judge overseeing it, now how do you think the judge feels about you? They're pissed, so they're going to take every possible opportunity to screw you again. This is the system that he supports. Ignores the fact that jury jury's supposed to be in charge of what evidence they want to hear. Not the judge. He leaves that out. He acts like this is a problem with the politicization of the judges. No, the judges are there in order to support the government on whichever side the government wants it to be. That's it. Like I said, he loves it when the judge is fined in favor of this stuff. <laughs> he loves it. When he keeps out the information, the evidence he thinks is no good. <laughs> it's always the same. Okay, so the limits are placed on the prosecution. All right, All this stuff is utter horseshit. See, it's utter horseshit. He wants to blame this same one judge, Claim this is all about jury nullification. What a joke. Listen some more.
1: The jury had individuals... That were Clinton, Hillary Clinton supporters. Okay. The testimony from her former campaign chairman that she gave the okay to leak the information to the media. Okay. Which was assumed by many of us, but was sworn to under oath, was remarkable.
0: It's fine. It happened. And she had supporters on the jury. Well, of course she's going to have supporters on the jury. Half the damn country wanted her to be a president. (laughs) <laughs> You're never going to get a jury, an independent jury, a regular real jury, as I've discussed over and over again, that it's not going to have a significant number of her supporters on there. And they're not going to want to see her convicted for something like this, something ridiculous like this, which is just seen as, as political gamesmanship, that you just kind of badmouth your opponent. They're allowed to lie all the damn time. No one cares about that. There's no punishment for any of this. So I don't blame the jury who loves Hillary Clinton for saying not guilty. I don't blame them one bit. The absurdity here is acting as though what you were supposed to have is a jury who has no feelings at all about Hillary Clinton, knows nothing about it, one which is basically impossible to have anyway. But even if you could somehow get it, that's not what a jury is supposed to be about. It's not. The jury is supposed to represent the people, and you're supposed to have to get unanimous consent from the 12 people in the jury that something is going to be considered a crime. Well if it's highly politicized like this you're just not ever going to get it to work. That's why these political things aren't really crimes. That's why the government can't have the kind of power that we're told the government has. It can never be allowed because it does all sorts of stuff that is just utterly ridiculous and it's never going to be criminal. It's just never going to be any personal consequence to anybody. And this is another reason why you have to have juries who understand that all these stupid laws they pass, all this made-up shit the government claims is a law because it's a statue, that the people are free to ignore it and just say, we don't support stuff like that. But you see how he's making it all about this idea that somehow justice wasn't done because of jury nullification. That the justice was to convict on this horseshit statue with this utterly corrupt FBI and DOJ was to convict this private citizen who's a lawyer who simply passed them information on to the FBI that the FBI was well-known, was just a bunch of shit. And if they didn't know that, then they're utterly incompetent. If they didn't find that out very quickly, well, then again, they're totally incompetent. But we all know it's not that they were so incompetent, it's that they were in on it. See, they were in on it. You see, you see how it's all distorted by him, that the problem is not actually stated. He makes it into this red versus blue voting solution horseshit. Let's continue.
1: Now, I don't know how much better evidence you need than a lawyer charging the Clinton campaign yeah. for his visit to and time speaking to the FBI, in this case the general counsel, about the very subject that is the subject of the criminal litigation.
0: I agree. If, in fact, people thought that this thing they wrote down and called a a law, people thought was an actual law that was a legitimate law, and, and in this case, this is a criminal violation because it meets the requirements, I would agree. That is good evidence. It is. He's leaving out the fact that it's a fucking bullshit law. And that the whole thing's a bullshit situation. And he's trying to make it seem like you must convict these people of that. And that's why jury nullification is so dangerous. It creates things like this, this liberal control and the Bolshevik, communist, blah, blah, blah. Because jury nullification. And so when he leads off, there's no other way to take what he's saying right now than that. That's what he's exactly doing. He is slamming the living shit out of jury nullification because it didn't convict this person who he thinks is a bad person because they support Clinton. That's the reality. That's what he's doing right now.
1: What else do you need? Nothing. I agree. What else do you need?
0: You don't. If you don't believe it's a law that matters, then you don't convict. And yet he's
1: found innocent.
0: Well, he was only found not guilty.
1: Until and unless these cases somehow can get out of Washington, D.C.
0: Ah, uh, see, now here's going to be the solution. See? you got to get them into a place where it's not politicized. Well, the entire purpose of a jury trial is that you make sure that the people in the area that's being affected okay, get to weigh in. And if you can't get unanimous consent that it's a crime, then it's not a crime. That's it. And the reality is it doesn't matter where you take this. There's going to be people who are Clinton supporters because they're everywhere. Unless you're going to take them to some place where there are no Clinton supporters at all. okay? How the hell is that a fair trial? How is that a fair trial to the defendant? That I want to take them and put them in this area where there's nobody who, okay, well, that only works with this absurd concept that the jury is not supposed to know anything about anything. That's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be thousands and thousands and thousands of in-effect hearings by the people all the time, every day, in trials all over the country. Where the people are like, look, these are are bullshit charges. These are bullshit crimes. (laughs) That's all. And not guilty of them. And that's it. And the people are just supposed to make their wishes known. But his solution is to somehow get it out of there, out of D.C., into an area where they can rig the jury better on his side as opposed to the way the jury was rigged on her side because it was in D.C. You see how fucking stupid all this is? Do you see? I don't know if it's clear to people. To me, it just jumps off the page. This guy is just fucking doing so much harm with this, pretending to be on people's side. Let's continue his solution.
1: Whether it's the January six cases and <laughs> people accused of trespassing and parading on the Capitol grounds, and I'm not talking about violent individuals. Okay.
0: So here we go. He's going to compare it to January 6th, which, of course, the opposite is occurring, right? You're getting prosecutors who are threatening these ridiculous charges against people who didn't do anything. These walked around their own property. I don't understand uh, House of Representatives, Congress, that belongs to the people. The idea that you can ever have a trespassing charge is utterly ridiculous for people who are truly, obviously, simply protesting and walking around. That's absurd. Yeah, if you start destroying the property, that's a different matter. He's just walking around. It's idiotic. But he, he wants to compare it to that. Well, who's the problem again there? These made-up fucking laws by federal prosecutors and just imposing them on and the judge is doing nothing. Why? To use it as, again, as a way to politically beat up people they don't like. The problem is that the people believe in this absurd system. He's trying to act as though... The system needs to be cleaned up. The system is, it can't be cleaned up. It's got fundamental structural problems I've gone over over and over and over again. Nobody risks a damn thing in these criminal trials except for the criminal defendant, not the prosecutor, not the judge, not the cops, nobody. A system like that can never work. See, it can never, ever work. This isn't a problem with jury nullification. Now he's talking about the system being corrupt. Well, if he had jury nullification, these people could not get convicted. And actually, a couple of people, I think, have been acquitted and or got some uh, hung juries and then they got reduced, they took a reduced charge. But it's all just an extortion racket. And everything the government does in these criminal courts is an extortion racket because people don't understand what the jury's supposed to be doing. They just believe this kind of thing, that there's a statue and that's my law and order and that's how we have to do it. That's the way to safety and freedom. And it's not. It's not. That's the way to totalitarian insanity. When you rig the jury up and you rig the judge and you rig the evidence and you rig the laws and you rig the standards and the burdens, the people have no chance. But that's what he supports. He just thinks it should be done in an independent fashion. There is no such thing as doing it in an independent fashion. Everybody brings prejudices to everything. It's idiotic just because you put a black robe on or so-called prosecutor's fucking uh, authority. These people all have biases and prejudice all over the place. Not even including all the shit they built into the evidentiary rules about what can even be in front of the jury, what they can consider, what standard they have to use, how much burden, what has to be overcome. All those things are just made up by the state. It's made up by the state. Let's continue a little bit more because just about that. He goes on, starts talking a lot about January 6th, but th- that's just for another whole show.
1: Or individuals waved into the building. There you go.
0: That's right. They weren't, it wasn't crimes.
1: Violent individuals, violent on any circumstances, or doing damage should be charged. Uh, Unless it's government.
0: Then he's never in favor of that, right? He's never in favor of that. He loves government violence, loves government fucking violence, loves government wars, loves government police, plays the fucking uh, national anthem at the beginning of the show, plays I think all four five of the stupid uh, anthems from each of the military branches at the end of his show. This is what he does. See, he pushes government violence night and day. Okay, so to say that violence is a problem, well, not with government violence. If you resist the government coming to arrest you on bogus charges, if you resist in any way government, he's all in favor of throwing you in the fucking prison forever. Right? That's that's what he's all in favor of that. So he's not against violence, people. He's against anybody committing violence against the government. He loves government
1: violence. Less, of course, you're for Black Lives Matter in the summer of 2020. There you go. That's a whole other story.
0: There you go. Red versus blue shit again.
1: But the fact of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. you and I had a hunch, more than a hunch, that uh-huh. Durham couldn't win this case, no matter how strong it was in Washington DC with that judge and that jury okay and he didn't okay it's not because the case wasn't sound it's not because the case wasn't overwhelming it was it's because the jurors are all if not mostly Democrats and so was the judge
0: okay all right so there you go that's what it's about okay so (laughs) so what Again, I went through the uh, so-called crime itself is a load of shit. And so people don't think that that's really a crime. They think it's a political matter. See how it's all jumbled up? And he just wants to make sure that his political stuff is a crime and the other stuff is not a crime. Got it? Okay. See, So when they go after Trump, if there's some technical violation, then he should be completely in favor of that. Those are all witch hunts. See, it doesn't actually empower the people. His position empowers the government. He just pushes all the time that we have to so-called get the right people in, clean the government up. That's what it's always about, see? And that never happens. It's never going to happen because, as I said in the beginning, all the different fundamental things he doesn't discuss, all the complete and total unconstitutionality of everything. And, of course, he goes through the unconstitutionality of the January 6th event with regards to the committee hearings and all the violations they commit. He goes through all that too, right? And there's no discussion of what could possibly happen. It's always back to the voting nonsense. See, always. And so all of this was about basically bad-mouthing jury nullification. That's what it was about. And if you don't believe so, then I'm going to play a little bit of it all together again here so you can see and exactly how he wraps up this portion.
1: The jurors are all, if not mostly, Democrats, and so was the judge. Okay. Jury nullification. Boom. Traditional nullification.
0: See? Traditional, not traditional.
1: It's a big deal.
0: Big deal. Is it a good deal? Of course not. So you see right there that he has basically blaming the injustice that has occurred in his mind on jury nullification. It's a big deal. Traditional nullification. This is not traditional nullification. Traditional nullification would involve all the stuff I talk about in Spooner's essay that I've been going through, where the jury itself would never have had the problem with all the evidence that comes in, so-called prosecutor's hands are tied and all this made-up shit. The jury itself wouldn't have been selected like they were. All these people not allowed to sit on it. <laughs> You're never going to get a conviction for this made-up crime that they brought. See, that's the problem. But he doesn't discuss jury nullification in a positive light. It's just a horrible thing. Think of the impression his millions and millions and millions of listeners who could be on our side come away with with regards to jury nullification after what that guy just said about it. Opened his show basically to slam the living shit out of it without explaining anything about what it actually is. So anybody who tries to tell me that this guy doesn't know and he's innocent, bullshit. These people are the worst actors. They are the problem. They are the people who keep all the people we need on our side, who could be on our side for actual freedom and liberty. They keep them in the dark. They keep them in ditches. They'll never, ever wake up listening to these people. That's their job. They make millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of millions of fucking dollars lying to you, keeping you on the voting plantation, lying to you about what the Constitution is and says, lying to you about what your rights are, lying to you about what the government's so-called authority is. Lying about all of it. That's what they do. That's his job. He does it well. See, he's incredibly deceptive what he just put out there. And yet the people will listen to that. They think now that they're informed about it. See, next time they hear the words jury nullification, oh my God, think of how how negatively they're going to see that. Okay? Negative. <laughs> Uh, I just thought it was hilarious that it came out because I'm in the midst of doing this, and you know they rarely actually say nullification, but they imply all sorts of stuff and they misrepresent the legal system every day. But this one was so clear cut, I thought I got to make a show about it because it's so outrageous. So, so there you are. Okay, well that's it. I don't think I'm going to say anything else about it. If you want to follow me, you can. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review on Twitter, and I want to thank the people on Patreon who support my show. You know, those people, they have a lot of integrity, and I appreciate it because you see what we're up against. This guy literally makes millions and millions and millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars, his books and his stupid show, and it gets incredible amounts of TV, he has his own kind of weird channel now. I mean, it's unbelievable how much kind of promotion this kind of guy gets. How the hell are we going to fight that when he's out there literally, as a trader, telling people, stuff that's going to screw us. <laughs> so I thank those people in Patreon who do their part at least and do something. They can't make a show. They tell people they support my show. Thank you. I appreciate that. It gives us somewhat of a chance. And there's no update on the movie The Jones Plantation written by Larkin Rose coming out this fall. I play Mr. Jones. It's going to be great. It's a great allegory about going from chattel slavery to debt slavery and the way the political system, the Federal Reserve and everything work. And I hope people enjoy it. I think it's going to be really entertaining. I think people are going to love my character. That's what I think, She's he's pretty funny. <laughs> and beyond that, I don't think there's much else to say, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience as usual. Everybody have a nice night or day, wherever you are. Take care. Thank you,
1: everybody.
0: Let's put your hands together one more time. The legal man. Great
1: show, thanks so much I get to check your servers on the way out More quads, more quads